This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of NRL Boom Rookies. I'm Matt Bungard. Alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. Good day, everybody. And back for question time, it's M. Sprouster. Welcome. Hello. All right. Uh, before we get into questions, Coltrane Cup, that is our uh, tipping comp. If you're new to the show, it is a Patreon subscription uh, perk. Uh, you entered into our tipping competition. We pick one match per week. At the end of the year, the winner gets grand final tickets. Everyone who finishes above us gets a prize. I think the top two or three get other prizes as well. Um, pretty boring week this week. No one near the top got any of the tips wrong. A few, a couple of people tipped. Uh, a couple of people tipped the Cowboys who lost, and a couple of people tipped someone else who lost. I can't remember, but no one near the top tipped wrong. Most people tipped Souths. A couple of people near the top took Manly, so they might have been a bit worried at halftime. But yeah, the three of us, I think, all took South this week, so no dramas. <coughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, excuse me. So one of the other rules in this competition, if you are new, is that you have to pick each team in the league at least once. Mitch and I made lists last week of the six teams we hadn't picked yet with only, what, 10 games left in the season. Got to start looking at those. And with that in mind, there were a couple of other spots I could pick them later on, but I, this week, am taking the Raiders of Canberra. Oh, we, we nominate next week's ones already? I guess we are. But I've also, <laughs> I believe I, I'll check my spreadsheet. I have started doing one. I believe I have the Raiders of Canberra down, or maybe I have a question mark here. I thought we were saving this for the following yeah. episode. I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's no games this week. Hey, I guess we there could save it, it for yeah, next week. Yeah, that's it. I wasn't ready to pick it. You're thinking no, well, no, you don't have to pick. Yeah, I'm not going to pick it. <laughs> Right. I don't know. Like I didn't want to pick it yet, not knowing what happened after Origin. It's a good point. Yeah, that's fair. All right, I, I, I'm, I, I'm redacting my pick, but unless yeah. like something disastrous happens between now, and then. I, I could, I, I had looked like man, I could do the crazy Bulldogs pick if Manly rested all the Origin. Great guys. point. That's true too. Won't. All right, we're mind. keeping this up in the air. We're putting a pin in it. But yeah, um, yep. But yeah, all, all going well at the top. All smooth sailing. Nick Campton remains in first place. I'm coming place. for you, boys. I'm coming. Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you are, mate. I'm sure crack, you are. Crack the top 10. Oh, and, uh, and I've already gotten my Raiders tip out of the way. So fuck you. It's not like the Raiders are like the Bulldogs. They're not that bad. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I haven't taken yet is the Seagulls. And I don't know how oh, I'm going to do it. Well, you're fine. They're going to win like most games. They play, they, they play a bunch of crap teams as well. You'll I be can't, right. I can't you're, deal. you're in ninth. There you go. Yeah. I can't look deal with us, anxiety. Hanging out in the top 10. How good. 24 points and then coming back. Uh, this is just not how I operate. Yes, yeah. so fifth, seventh, and ninth between us. Look at that. Just quality all around. Just, <laughs> yep. Cream rising to the top steadily. Um, all right. So without any further ado, let's get into the questions. Oh, I'm reading the questions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... You're leaving this in, aren't you? Yes, I am. Oh, of course you are. Good. Right, I forgot sick what my, uh... said before the show. I'm feeling a bit sick. Can you read the yeah. questions? Are you serious? We're going to have any questions. All right. So first of all, over on Patreon, remember the only way to make sure your questions are read out is to go to patreon.com forward slash rookies and become a subscriber. So we will start with Michael Gregson. M, if you haven't done so already, what condescending nickname will you be assigning to Reese Walsh? <laughs> the child. Yeah. No, because he's got those big eyes. I think I should call him sweetheart. Oh God. <laughs> should he should he smile more? Yeah, he should. He should. Okay. He should. And he shouldn't he shouldn't dress like that if he doesn't want me to say things about him, you know. I am I am ninety-nine percent sure his public name is Walshy. Yeah, um, like Michael Gregson that. again. How are we feeling heading into the last Sunday Origin slash condensed Origin period for the foreseeable future? Will our broadcast overlords approve our sacrifice of the quality of the competition again? Yeah, people didn't realize this is the last weekend we're having this back to all Wednesdays next year. Fucking up the comp for a few more weeks. Great. Yeah, it's uh, it's gone because of the ratings, but so's the game. So I don't understand. <laughs> I just don't like. Why are more people watching TV on a Wednesday night than a Sunday night? I don't know. Yeah. They don't do podcasts, Bungard. It doesn't make well, any but sense. Like, but <laughs> all year people. there's footy on Sundays and people watch it. There's never yeah. footy on Wednesdays. I assume because no one would watch it. I don't understand. Maybe the whole competition is going to go during the midweeks. Ah, okay. <laughs> well, we get our weekends back, so that'd be nice. Yeah, I'd, be all, I'd be all for that. Yeah, but we wouldn't be able to play social soccer anymore. Ah, that's true. All right. Uh, ben Roberts. Uh, is it the Ben Roberts? Um, if last year's Queensland team was the worst side in 40 years, what the fuck does that make this spot? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The last Queensland team got pushed into a corner 
this one has gone into the corner voluntarily. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. They've taken a voluntary tackle like a meter out from the line. That's it. Um, uh, surrender. Yeah. Ben <laughs> Roberts again. Which game has Paul Green been watching to come up with the selections he has? I don't know. I don't know what he thinks is happening. Like the, the selection of like Arrow at, on the edge and McCulloch in the middle reeks of a classic softening up period and origin thing. Mate, there was no softening up period in game one. They blew right through. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not going to fix that. I hate those selections. And then, mm. like, for Kafusi starting with a feeder, there's so many. Andy McCulloch's an origin player, line. mate. Like, oh my he God. He just gets it. You wouldn't understand. It's tough. Origin. They, have they left Capewell in the centers as yes, well? Yes. Of course oh, they have. So Xavier Coates got the flick for. Yes. For. Reese Walsh, essentially, via Valentine Holmes. Yes. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what Cam Beswick, Suns v. Bucks in the NBA Finals. Who do you want to ring a ring more, Giannis or CP3? Well, it's now in the hitting the finals now. There's two teams. The uh, the Clippers have never won a championship. Yep. Suns either. And then the Bucks haven't won since 71, yep. I think. And then the uh, Hawks was 80-something or 60-something? No, no, 60 or 50-something. So we're hitting that great time where the no teams won in forever, and yep. it feels like early thousand, mid thousand basketball. Not as much super team stuff with the team, like injuries essentially knocking out the super teams. Fatigue. It's good. I have no idea who's going to win the whole thing. No, I no am clue. In Camp Bucks, just because uh, I'm a Green Bay fan, and it's like they're they're also in Wisconsin. So. Um, well, our team already won the title. That was not Brooklyn. So yeah, was, we're fine. I, that's it. Faded Brooklyn all year, but got on the box at the start of the playoffs to win the whole thing. Um, I obviously want the Suns to win. A for Jimmy Eat World and B for Suns in four guy. Tottenham in four guy, yeah. Great man. King. That's the only thing I know about basketball yeah. now. But he, CP3 yeah. also great. I mean, they won today without CP3 over the Clippers. I think the Clippers are probably fourth. Like, it was like, you know, it happened quite like, who knows when it, what's up with his knee? He has, no one ever reports on him, but yeah, I'm hoping the Bucks do it. But also, the Bucks have a choke at him. So, yeah, I think it's the Suns to lose, to be quite honest. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, Harvey G, which of Reese Walsh's rookie kick defusal errors and positional mistakes was the one which persuaded Greeny that he was ready for origin? Yeah, not great. Not great. Like when Clifford had his way with him. And the man that we used to laugh about in origin, kicking game, Mitchell Pierce, talk him apart. It's like, oh, this is great. <laughs> Yep. Wait, does he like what Cleary hey, and Buai do to him instead? Yeah, no. Uh, I just, they're going to do one of those things that they've used it almost every time Tommy's played Origin. They put up one of those bombs that looks too deep, but it'll put up massive, and then Tommy will catch it over Reese Walsh, like in the in goal. Like, oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's just going to like leap over the top of him, and his that's feet it. are going to like kick Walsh in the face. Oh, no. <laughs> I, yeah. I think, yeah. All right. Uh, Cam Beswick again. How do your partners go with talking slash watching slash following sport? Um, well, I think I think we have different. I think we're all in different tiers of this. So, well, I mean, Evan, M, you can start, I guess. In the you're in the the top tier. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I I met Gary <laughs> at the football, so I, I think he goes okay talking about the footy. How do you meet at the football? I didn't know this. Like you just hear it, you, you know, you're like, you know what? That guy's right. They the have been doing it all day. They've been doing it all day. Like, Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah, we we called for the same And we both called Matt Check and a cunt yeah. at the same time. Oh, and it was, and it was true was, love. It was a match made in heaven. Yeah. Um, the football. No, we, we met through friends that I met uh, at the football. Sorry. Uh, I, I, st- I skipped a few steps, but yes, I met, I met a girlfriend um, through online forums who I then went to the footy with and she had a group of mates and she introduced me to Gaz. Mm, cool. Um, but yeah, so we go. Okay. Um, although we're not very good at watching the storm and the dragons play. Well, you're not very good at watching them together. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't, he, don't worry. I'd be like you in this situation. Yeah. He danced on Pappenhausen's grave at magic ground. He very specifically said, get up to the guy who was dead on the ground. So That's a classic at the footy grog moment. You <laughs> yeah. regret instantly after it. Because yeah. when you haven't got the TV camera, you haven't seen what happened. You're like, yeah. get up, you cat. Then you see the replay. Like, oh, uh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the man um, hasn't played since. For me, it's for me, it's very easy in the summer because uh, me and Charlie both love the NFL. So whenever we go to America and watch watch. We both love going to games and stuff. She's a Bears fan. 
same with baseball loves the Cubs. We went there when they won the world series in 2016 um, soccer as well. She's really gotten on the Leeds bandwagon. Um, it's just rugby league. She doesn't really care about. Why is um, that? I don't know. She just doesn't find it interesting. Oh, uh, we'll work on it. Yeah, that's, it's fine. <laughs> um, she's played a raw ball. That's all we can ask. So for me, well, people, people do know who listen to the show mostly. If you don't, my partner is Russian. Grew up inside in Krasnyarsk. Big Ian Rubin. Yeah, big Ian Rubin guy. And then she spent five years of life in China. Uh, every big. every three or four weeks, she learns a new sport she didn't know existed, essentially, from whatever I'm watching. She's like, what the... F-? She's like, I remember when I was watching NFL, and she's like, what the fuck is this, cricket? Because <laughs> 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 you saw the guys with helmets on. It's like, well, it's like no, this is not a modification of cricket. This is... <laughs> How good would it be if it was, though? I think she's really on to something. There's there. 11 batsmen on each team. Yeah, and, they, and, they're allowed to, and they're allowed to tackle one another. <laughs> Should have backed myself. When you said China, I was going to say Big Alex Chan fan. And I looked it up. He's Chinese married descent. Should have backed myself. But yeah, so she's not big on it. And then she always says, whenever I talk to someone about sports, she's like, blah, 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 rugby this, rugby that, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's Top what Gaz is like when yeah. I talk. But again, <laughs> has played Aurora Ball, so she's all right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's fine. I it's like it's more um she gets the rude shock that sport just happens to always be on. There's another <laughs> sport on you watch. Yeah, because when league <laughs> finishes, NFL starts, and then yeah, then there's it. cricket. I was watching. Yeah, it's like I was sick Saturday stadium. It went out Sunday, and I was watching the NBA playoffs. And like everyone knows what the end of the game's like, and she was doing to the playoffs on the screen the clock there like i do to her like how long to how long to a leaving anna oh just two minutes <laughs> how long to the game's over just two minutes and the, fucking gotcha it's actually 10 and <laughs> then know? it went to overtime <laughs> it did but that's it i ended up having to watch like the um the last minute overtime in the driveway yeah <laughs> we've all been there but yeah it's um, right. I actually i actually like the breakaway by the way i used to think i'd wanted a girl who liked sport as much as i did i don't no. no, we're we're the worst. I I will say. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just for me, like, because I've worked in it too, right? So like, some days I'll spend you know all day talking sport, and then I'll do a podcast, and I don't. The last thing I want to do after that is talk about it again. Like the worst thing that happens to me is someone in the wild asks me about the Broncos. It's like, <laughs> sorry, please fuck off. Like just leave me alone. So like, I actually don't want my partner to be into it anymore. She just needs to know. She's into the level of she knows the Broncos draw, and if they lose, to avoid me. And if they win, yes, they were actually. I know I'm still rambling for no reason. The other week, I can't remember what game it was. We blew. Was it the Panthers game? I can't remember. Fuck, what game was it? We were ahead in the Parramatta? game. Parramatta, and we lost. No, that was ages ago. That's like round one. Yeah, and um, and she came in, came in to the score at like half time, and oh, the Cowboys game, and we were winning, and it was all good. And then she came to me at full time and saw the score, and then she looked to say a word, and I didn't. I put my finger up like this, and I said. Don't say words. <laughs> is what I said. <laughs> and really what I meant is I don't want fake consolation. But she went like hid from me. <laughs> she just oh my hid. god. She hid. And I went and found her. I was like, she's like, and I don't remember like I just said it so instantly. I don't remember saying it right. And then she told me, she's like, you said to me this. You said, don't say words. I was like, oh <laughs> shit. Is that what I'm like when the Broncos lose? I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, Josh Brandon. Does anyone know what happened to Jeff Toovey's voice and when? I heard him interviewed in the 90s and he didn't sound like he ate gravel and cigarettes for breakfast. Is there an invest? If there has been an investigation into this, what were the results and has someone been held accountable? <laughs> I don't know. Does anyone know this? No. Seems like more of a Mario Seeds question. I'll reach out to him. Yeah. Probably is a throat thing. Like Lockie's thing was getting hit in the throat. Mm. I, no, I can't. I, no, this hasn't helped me. I was Googling Jeff Two, you voice. What a shock. <laughs> didn't didn't do it for me. Yields no <laughs> results. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's a mystery. Uh Cam Beswick again. Peter Nolan and Andrew Kroll are gone. What slash who should be next at the Broncos? I like that he's gone with what. So we could have like a some sort of dog that just runs around and like Whatever food bowl he eats out of, that's the position the Broncos sign a player at or something. Oh, like the octopus that used to yeah. in the World Cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we do that, actually? Yeah, yes. we get a horse. We get a Bronco. Uh, yes, okay. <laughs> we get a Bronco and there's a feed bag with each position on it. Whichever feed bag it goes to, the Broncos have to sign someone to that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel sorry for Andrew Cole. So it is in the last podcast. Like, fitness is not their issue. Like, 
I know people think that he's that when they blown away. It's like, no, like they keep getting blown away. Can't, can't hold the fucking ball. And like, it's a game of possession, whatever. But uh, they've, I think they're putting an interim person in head of performance. I believe Alex Corvo is coming in to consult. Because again, we need to get the team tougher. We need to yell at them more. So there's that. And then I can set a football. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's next. I'm hoping that I stop hearing us link to Jaden Sewer. That's all I'm hoping. Yep. Reasonable. Uh, Emmett Sprouster. You nearly who, called him Brian. I nearly did. I caught myself. Uh, who are the worst NRL team in 2021 and why is it the Broncos? And it's Bronco apostrophe S in true boomer typing fashion. <laughs> Leave it has, alone. Has Kevy lost the dressing shed? Will Lockie be the Broncos apostrophe S? He spelled coach? Lockie wrong as well. <laughs> Uh, and will Wayne Bennett die laughing at the Broncos apostrophe S? <laughs> Listen, Brian, these comments Who wins belong. in a three-way playoff? Tigers, Broncos apostrophe S, Bulldog apostrophe S. <laughs> Tigers, no apostrophe. Tigers, no apostrophe. Listen, Brian, this question <laughs> belongs in the Facebook comments. <laughs> I'm random post. <laughs> Rugby League Outlaws is that yes. way, sir. Mate. Oh, Can I say two things? Uh, no. One... <laughs> One, my parents paid a lot of money for a quality education for me so that my dad could yell down the staircase at me when I was a kid and go, Em, how do you spell whatever the word was, right? So I'm no longer at home, so I can tell that that's where that part's fallen through. Did he turn autocorrect off deliberately? Yeah. and the second part is that he's 100% typed this on his phone and he's held it like this far away from his face and tapped it with yeah. one index finger. He's... He's done his best. He's done his best. <laughs> he sounds like Kevy, mate. <laughs> He's just doing his best. Oh, my God. And in answer to his uh, questions, the Broncos are the worst team of the year. Kevy has lost the dressing shed. Lockie won't be the next coach. No. Wayne Bennett will die of laughter. And in a three-way playoff, I don't know who wins. Is it on uh, like a triangular shape field with like three in goals? Yes. <laughs> the, the, the Broncos are the worst team still. It's still the Bulldogs. I don't know. I think so. Well, I mean, there's just, I know they're up above us on the ladder. It's a buy. We're above them on the ladder. We've got more wins. We'll see how it goes from here. But yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Sam, but that, you, no, you the one other thing there, the, the Wayne thing, if you guys haven't seen, we tweeted it out. The pre, the cowardsnl.com cut off the start of the press conference, the press release. But, or, sorry, press conference. But Wayne Bennett, like that was gold. Him laughing. That was so at, funny. Like, oh, asking where everybody like, was. Yes. And laughing at like, man. What's going uh, on oh, this place? It's falling apart. <laughs> it's like, you, know, you know what, Lane? You, you yuck it up. You know, I'm probably going to, I've always supported him. I'm probably going to ruin the day, ends up at Brisbane too, and I'll and I, you know, end up being my enemy. But I'm still going to support him while he laughs at us now. It yeah. takes a brave man to walk back into the burning building that he set fire to. <laughs> um, Sam Stevens. For Mitch, who's the best signing from the Broncos to the Cowboys and the worst signing from the Cowboys to the Broncos. For Bungard, who was the best signing from the Rabbitohs to the Roosters and the worst signing from the Roosters to the Rabbitohs. For M, who was the best signing from the Storm to the Seagulls and the worst signing from the Seagulls to the Storm. Okay, I'll go first then. I guess. You can go first. So the best signing from Broncos to the Cowboys. So we have to talk directly from one to the other, I'm guessing. Yep. So the, I'm ruling out Brent takes him into the Warriors in between. There hasn't been many good players go between the two clubs. The other good players in air quotes to go between the two is um like there's Josh McGuire, but he was garbage. There's Antonio Winnenstein, there's Ben Hannon. Um, I think Carl Webb went directly as well. But I'm gonna say the best one that worked out for them, even though he's had a average end of his career, is Jake Granville, because he was key in their grand final win. And he came from Brisbane right to the Cowboys. The worst one from the reverse. Uh, is it, it's probably Shane Tronk. I feel like a lot of the other guys, like I'm not going to go name like a one or two gamer or Frank Molo, by the way, went from Broncos to Cowboys Not a bad signing for them, but like I, we haven't signed many players from the Cowboys. Scott Prince would be the best one we took from them and they even got hurt. So I think the worst one we took was Shane Tronk. Yep. Uh, for Souths, look uh, from us to them, I think it's either Craig Wing, Angus Crichton, or Ashley Harrison. One of those three. Um, if you flipped it around, it's Latrell Mitchell for us. I think even this early on, maybe Peter Cusack or Brian Fletcher, if you want to go back a bit, probably not. I think Latrell's already... Maybe Peter Cusack actually was pretty good. Um, and on the flip side, the worst player we signed from them, Shannon Hegarty. No contest. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> Easy. 
Right. Emma? Well, I had to do a bit of research um, because I make it a point not to learn anything about the Mandarinka <laughs> singles. Um, I had to export a list in Excel. I had to highlight duplicates and then I had to go and check who played where first. Um, so 10 players have made the switch directly from Storm to Seagulls and Seagulls to Storm. Um, I think the best between from the Storm to the Seagulls is Matt Orford um, in a contest between Blake Green, Richard Faalso, Matthew Cross and Steve Bell. Um, I don't think that's much of a competition. Yeah. And the trash that they have sent us in return <laughs> has been Nate Miles, Ben McDougall, George Rose, Ian Donnelly, and Chase Blair. And I don't know, put him in a hat. Draw yeah, one Nate Miles, maybe. <laughs> Nate Miles, maybe. He played three games for us. He won two, lost one. Um, Liam says, How good's having an NRLW team? I think it'd be pretty embarrassing if your club only had a men's team. Um, yeah, it would be. Two-thirds of us disagree with you. <laughs> Pretty weird to be a fan of the Brisbane Broncos and throwing words like embarrassing around about other NRL clubs right now. But uh, go off, King. <laughs> NRLW, though. Warwick Ahern. <laughs> with Ben Eichen leaving NRL 360, why are people calling for Lara Pitt to host when she'll get talked over for the whole hour anyway? Oh, man. I had, I had the um, displeasure of watching it just <laughs> before tonight. And... Um, Hooper had the audacity to say to Buzz or someone like that, can you let me finish? And I nearly fell oh. off my couch. That's on you for watching. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, I think that's I one of the things. I, yeah, go. We're immune, aren't we, Bungard? I don't watch this shit. I get my no, 360 takes when they get when they go around the Twitter too much. I watched it for 20 minutes when Cooper Cronk dunked on everyone. Mm. And that was only because other people told me to watch it. If something's good, I'll see a clip of it online. Mm. I, I do not willingly. Look, people can do whatever they want, but like yeah. there's a million independent sources of rugby league entertainment like websites like both written and stat stuff podcasts like ours and others video content there's a million things you can do to get more rugby league intake that don't involve you watching a second of fox sports when a game is not on and i'll tell you the moment those games end my tv is off or the channel has changed yeah. or ko's switched off I, straight I away post game by accident sometimes but yep. um i'm with you matt like I watched 360 like a decade ago when it first started before Paul Kent was extremely bitter and Ben, Ben Eichel was still a nerd and it was okay. I've always liked Ben Eichel. But he's, he's all right. Well, that's it. They've got rid of the one guy who's kind of reasonable, but like I have not put that on my TV. I don't know the last time I put that on. <laughs> like I watched the Cooper Cronk thing, as you said, but I watched a replay of that. Thing. But that's because everyone told us to watch. Yes. And I'll see clips of it on Twitter, people watch it, as you said, mate, just to get fired up. It's like every night. Our I don't have the, Why? Why the energy to like, oh my God, Buzz is something dumb again. Oh, can you believe what this guy said oh. on this show? No, <laughs> I can't because I didn't watch it. <laughs> Fuck, who cares? Conversely, I watch it to laugh. Yeah, but people and... say that. It's, you're like one of those people who goes, oh, I only watch reality TV because it's a laugh. It's like, no, well, you, no watch I it you, you watch it because you're sickly addicted to it. A little bit. Um, right. I watch it. I watch it because uh, it's how I communicate with a lot of people about sport, like who don't watch it. Um, I don't know whether this is just something I get as a girl, but a lot of people go, oh, you like league, blah, 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 blah. I saw this thing on NRL 360 and I like to usually know what people are going to say to me before they say it. So that's why one reason why I watch. Um, I just and- cop the sexism instead of watching it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> are you mansplaining sexism to me right now? Yes. Cancel yes. it. <laughs> Cancel oh. it. Am I cancelled? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, sorry, right. boo. I had a good run. Good night, everyone. Yeah. Um, no, and honestly, if they put Lara in there, I'd probably be inclined to watch it more. Well, didn't they have a show that was all women and then they cancelled it? I they, quite they... liked it at the start until it got a little bit like, um, we're going to put all the sad sob stories and give them to the girls. Oh. So, like, that Nico Hines story that went on the Maddie John show, that would have 100% been shoved yeah. on League Life. Look, and I... that's, the fault. that's the fault of the programmers, not of the female hosts. Listeners, let, let your old pal Bungard tell you how this stuff works, right? Because I've, been on, I've, I've been, on this, been on the other side of this. I've seen how the sausage gets made, right? These shows purely <laughs> exist so that person XYZ can say something outrageous and then someone who works for one of the websites that's affiliated with the TV program that broadcasts this outrageous statement can write an article about it with said video clip inside said article to go online and get people pissed off and that's the case for fox sports channel nine and every other sport in the world that has sort of an intertwinement between their digital stuff 
and their TV stuff, right? Happens every week on Channel 9. Oh, can you believe this thing Gus Gould said on 100% footy? Here's four articles about it. Like, that's just how this works. The outrage cycle is there. And at this point, those shows are a part of a self-sustaining media cycle just to get you pissed off. So just don't click on them and don't read them. I do not understand why it's so difficult for people, aside from Mitch and I, to just ignore this shit. Like, I've never clicked on a Daily Mail story, ever, because I just ignore them. I've never clicked on any of those bullshit clickbaity celebrity things about like, oh, the Latrell Mitchell spent X, all this lavish money on a, on a new car or so, like bullshit like that. Just ignore it. The reason this stuff gets written and talked about and continually broadcast is because people hate click it or as, and I don't want to make you sound bad, Em, or they read it for a laugh or they watch it for a laugh. Don't. Just ignore it. Then it fucks off and we get more good stories about rugby league. But that will never happen until people just stop looking at this shit. Yeah, 100%, mate. And as you said, like this this stuff wasn't like this 15 years ago, 10 years ago, because it wasn't in that cycle yet. But it's just, it's gone straight from how the American panel shows work yep, to exactly all they are. Thing. They all they are is looking for that 30, 40 second clip that make people mad. That's all they want. The rest yep. are around it with window dressing and they're taking turns and being the person to make you angrier. Seriously, That's- this is how it works. There's, there's like a half hour show, right? And Andrew Johns will have like a 20 second clip saying, oh, I think the Knights should sign. Sean Johnson, that'll fix their problems. And then the, the, there'll be a story on the Nine website the next day saying like Joey's magic fix for the Knights and stuff like that. And then that's and there's just a how it goes. Like none of the clips are ever like Lara Pillar Ben Eichen because they're not the angry no. idiots. No, never. No. All right. Hope that helps some people. And if I got one less person, <laughs> well, I'm it like, it's just, yeah. Anyway, Nathan Thorson, how good is it supporting the Melbourne Storm? It's pretty fucking good, Nathan. He also said every rule change brought in over the past 15 years seems to be targeted at Melbourne to reduce their dominance. What will we see next from NRL HQ aimed at stopping the inevitable? That yeah, that damn salary cap. Is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get rid of all the clubs that don't have a uh, leagues club attached. They're not going to allow you to have six fullbacks in like your lower grade system that oh, are good. Man. They're, They're just, just, not, gonna, they're just not going to allow us to have a lower grade system. No, you're going to have George Jennings and you're going to like it. Um, <laughs> Pat Lawrence says, is Paul Green's selection policy based off the half your age plus seven parentheses NRL games rule? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, Rocky and Rafi, uh, just wondering if you guys have a favorite origin moment that sticks in your head, not including moments of on-field footy brilliance. I find myself torn between Aaron Wood's monumental celebration fail in 2016 when he catapulted himself at the team huddle only to crash to the ground in spectacular fashion. Arms failing. Or two, 2017 decided Alfie catching Maloney's miscued kick and obnoxiously lofting it in the air while celebrating with the Suncorp crowd. Both funny. I have I have two that come to mind, but I'll let you guys go first. Oh, the stapler is always in my, stuck with me. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, the massive fight in the 80s. <laughs> Whenever, like yeah. 20 minutes uh, cattle dog like definitely but you're talking randomish moments yeah i mean james was only throwing someone's shoe away in origin but it's fun at origin level it's funnier it's, at origin it's meant to be the pinnacle of the sport <laughs> and he's is. still carrying on like an absolute pork chop so my two uh walkers on obviously yeah and when someone took Laurie Daly's chair, oh, and yes. he just had to fucking stand there awkwardly. No, Gus's chair, isn't it? Oh, no, it's Laurie's chair. <laughs> no, Gus hates there. Laurie yeah, Daly's yeah, chair, it, I think. It. Didn't Billy go for like a handshake with one of them or something? And then he didn't. And he had to awkwardly like put his hand behind his back yeah. like during the broadcast. Uh, also, Carl Webb having the Origin Energy logo tattooed, uh, shaved in the side of his head. Time. It was fantastic. It was great. I can't buy like, that sort of marketing. I did like Gus's first soliloquy before they got... Uh, they used to be great. They used to be great. Um, I like Luke. someone, I think Renegades Dugog, whatever, from Matthew Duggan, who's a fan of the Pape Show, and he grabbed that insane Dragons friend. It's like, you know, that oh, guy's with pump ups. I love that said, guy. He said, This is what Gus Gould, uh, Salukis, would sound like without music. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yep, probably. Like, yeah. I, oh, that dude, that dude's awesome. I love people that guy. Are, people are bullying him. That guy's fucking awesome. Nah, fuck you. You leave him alone. Like, that guy was doing those pump up videos with like 13 views. Oh, every boy. week what a hero and then the it's last king. one he gets on the roof of his house and screams <laughs> up the dragons in a suburban street that can we man start is a patreon a for him <laughs> yes let's do it all right good uh, um luke sturkenberg after paseca's grubbed kick on sunday what is your mount rushmore of highlights from big boppers campo's uh, gonna be outraged he wasn't here for this um yeah, I did, that's my first thought when i read this was like i'm not worthy of answering this question but i'll try uh right. 
Oh, Cheekham's two match-winning tries. Oh, I was there. That. that was bad. Yeah. I hated it. He did it like two weeks in a row, right? Yeah, Am he I did. getting that right? Yeah. Like two of like four weeks or whatever it was. Speaking um, of TPJ, when he did his aerial uh, winger try earlier uh, this year. Dave Taylor had a diving put down in the corner for Souths against Canberra on Anzac Day in 2013. That's pretty sick. Um, Gordon Tallis, when he caught a dropout and went for a field goal. Well, that was pretty um, funny. D- Dan Hunt's try out a dummy half from like 45 meters out against, uh, I can't remember who it was, but that's up at um, the, when he's at the uh, Dragons vs. Knights, I think. Mm. And um, Paul, Paul no, is, it, is it Dan Hunt? I'm mixing up with someone. Uh, Paul Gallon's field goals, obviously up there. Yeah. Um, God, I'm mixing that guy up, aren't I? Uh, that's embarrassing for me. Uh, uh, Nate Miles's kick. The other, no, sorry. Greg Eastwood's kick the other year that was terrible. When he oh, yeah, yeah, play. yeah. Uh, Eastwood also is cross-field bomb for a Broncos try very early in his career as a big fella. Um, Hindmarsh slotting a penalty oh. goal from pretty close to the sideline <laughs> in his last Danny Wicks is who I'm thinking of, not Dan Hunt. Danny yep. Wicks. That's it. That was his, his try for the Knights against the Roosters. Did any big boppers ever get a line break? I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Well, yeah, I mean... But like like a length of the field kind of. Oh, I mean, Fafita does. Does Fafita count? No, no you're not okay. big and boppery enough. Uh, like <laughs> uh, Payne Ars had that forty meter try. Or yeah, he did. Try. Uh, and then, George Burgess had a forty meter try against Newcastle in 2012 as well. It's pretty cool. Actually, it's probably like 25, but still. Oh, speaking of which, my video that I put on YouTube like five years ago of George Burgess trying the grand final with that crazy Castleford commentator dubbed over the top. Yeah. The NRL copyright struck it like three days ago. They got you gone. How oh. rude is that? Ian Highmarsh kicked the field goal with his he wrong did. foot. Yep, that's a good one. He didn't know what foot he was. He just kicked it. <laughs> got to respect 2007. It. That's it. And I love um, that. It wasn't even set up. Like, he was just like, he just got it and kicked it. I feel like Tony Pulitua ended up on the wing for New Zealand once against Australia because of injuries. Or Frank, a Pulitua. Maybe it was Joe Nullivell. I don't know. Yeah. God. And pretty much anything Dave Taylor ever did. Chips yeah, and chase well, yeah. himself all yeah. the time. Absolute king of big man season. Um, when he was playing for the Capras, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, when he, that's still that great one. I've that thing you at that on. Legends game is incredible. Uh, that one when he tried, there was that. Oh, Capras that. Game. Yes, because I thought he was going to kick it the way the video was set up. Yeah. They were like, was like oh, the down one or, or the 20, was 20 or the whatever. Down and, one, yeah. Yeah, and it's like the last set of the game. And the first, like, the, they get the ball and first, like, tackle. Dave Taylor you know, throws a cut out and whatever. They make like 30 or 40 meters. Clock's about to go. Dave Taylor again gets in the first receiver on halfway and has his crack at field goal. <laughs> and so bad. you can just see like the whole setup. He knew it was his, the whole set. He knew it was his moment. He's like, I've been waiting my entire career for this. I've been kicking field goals at training for four games. Everyone else will be doing extra. They'll be doing field goals. And he goes to smash his 50, 50 meter one. And because of like the angle it's shown at Q Cup, it's really it's too tight, and it looks like he connects. Every second you're like, oh my god, he's kicked it. And no, it falls like twenty meters short. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no. And, it's uh, like, and you just say he probably thought about that about that more than almost any other moment in his career after that. He yeah, went home I'd and so. sat down and like you, I can't fucking believe it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael Murray, does Paul Green's future as an NRL coach depend on the Origin series? Like, win is a chance, lose, never coach a club side again. It's a good question. I mean, I think if they get pumped three 0 and that all games are quite bad. I think that probably does end his prospects of ever getting another head coaching well, gig. It'd probably be the origin coach next year regardless. Yeah, I think so. But if he does shit house, it's over. Yeah. It's over, baby. You don't recover from that. Like, uh, And I'm not. glad because he was probably going to be Brisbane's next candidate if they did. A, if he had a good Maroons tenure. Mm. So that's the the win here for me. If the Maroons are getting creamed, I won't get Small victories. For my NRL club. Uh, Stu, question for me. Given Jai Arrow had arguably his best game for the Rabbitohs against Brisbane, starting on the edge playing 65 minutes with 170 minutes and offload, does he stay there for the time being or move back to the bench? Well, again, it's just difficult to judge performances against the Broncos. No disrespect, Mitchell. Mm-hmm. But, um, all, all disrespect. But, I mean, he's playing on the edge. He's apparently playing on the edge for Queensland next week. So, if he does really well there, maybe that's something they look at for the rest of the season. I don't know because Jaden Sir hasn't been great. Um, the, the, Wayne's trying a lot of other things to make it work. Jacob Host's been okay. I prefer having Kemar in the middle for the 80 minutes. So... But Jarrah is also one of the 10 best middles in the world. So, again, it's, it's a tough call. I don't know. I'd rather you just stay in the middle, personally. Yep. Yeah, that's where the game's won and lost, mate. Exactly. 
Um, and last question on Patreon, Michael Murray, why aren't more dropouts drilled to the sideline on a low trajectory? Is this a skill that could be mastered with practice? So you mean like how Kalen Ponga did it the other day? Yeah, like if you, yeah, basically, yeah, because, Chris used to do it from time to time. Just yeah, basically because do a they're rubber gonna, dropout. Yeah, but because they're going to knock it on when they pick it up. No, no, you find the sideline and you get the scrum feed. Either way. Oh, sorry, not trying to find the 10. No, 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 not like right in front of you, like drill oh, it over okay, the sideline. Right, 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 right. There should be more sneaky shit like that all the time. Yeah, anyway. I agree. I, I've, I've often wondered this myself. It's not that hard to just shank. I mean, you, you see people shank field goal attempts all the time. So it's not that hard to shank one along the ground. Yeah, but so, I mean, even that, that short 10 meter one to yourself is on yeah. often. But I don't know. I think there's a lot of cowardice involved with it. Teams weighing the positives and negatives. Like, yeah. But I mean, sometimes you look at it and it's like, those guys, again, they're athletes who have abilities none of us will ever have. And they were guys who will kick the ball a million times a week. And sometimes you'll be in a situation where they have to kick a short drop out and they still kick it 25 meters. Like, um, I think adding the fatigue in and all that kind of shit, it's sometimes it's a bit harder to execute than you'd like it to be. Fair enough. Um, before we move over to page, uh, before we move over to Discord, I'd like to give a quick <coughs> shout out. To the people in the top two tiers of our Patreon subscription service, remember the only way to guarantee that your question is read out is to become a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookies. Get access to the Discord, Culture and Cup, Tooming Competition next year, merchandise, plenty of other things. A special thanks to Chris Avenel, Dave, Carlo Tyson, Rocky and Rafi, Stu, Wayne Ritchie, Alex Sergicomi, Anthony Anger, Ben Wallace, Big Chief 69, Blake Moretti, Blame Hud, Butsy, Cam Beswick, Chris Slade, CTO, Dan Cullinane, Doc Hogg, an anonymous backer, Frankie, Harvey G, Jace G, Jack Snape, James K, Jason, Jez, Joel Wrigley, Josh Brandon, Josh Tomo98, Lachlan Hancock, Leon, Maddie Jenkins, Matt Coleman, Matthew Duggan, Matthew McPherson, Michael Murray, Morgan Watkins, my ding dong is hard and I am sad, Never Trendy, Razor, Reese Brown, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Seymour Bites, Simo, Stephen Hickey, Schwarzy, Ty, the not so mature age student, Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy, Turbo's Heroes, and Warwick Ahern. Thank you so much for your continued support. To everyone in the lower tier as well, and to everyone who just listens, uh, thank you kindly. And we'll move over to Discord, where the score sizzler has asked, is Jack DeBellin versus Sia Soliola the greatest eth- ethically compared matchup in rugby league history? This is more like it. <clears throat> yes. Okay. It is. Great question. <laughs> it is. Not much more we can say than yes. Uh, thrust croissant. The NRL has had 20 plus years of storm success. If the NRL could choose, who would be successful in the next 20 years? The Paramount well, Eels. Yeah, it's it's either the Eels or the Broncos. Yeah. It's always funny. Like It comes up all the time. Or oh, it's rigged for the Storm and Roosters. Why the fuck would the NRL want the two teams with like, the least fans? They, the Storm winning at 1999 was already the new team won the comp. They would be happy if they never won it again from there. You know, Melbourne, but that's not how it works. Oh, no. the narrative in 2016, for example, could not have been more one-sided towards Cronulla. The Sharks. Yeah. It had to be. That's, yeah. Had to they be. Would, and- the, yeah. They would love it if one of those Western Sydney powerhouses was good. Like oh, Parramatta absolutely. Or, imagine if Parramatta had had the success of Melbourne over the last 20 years. Like, it'd be insane. Yeah. They'd be, the, they'd be the biggest sporting brand in the country, probably. Because that, ba- that bandwagon when Parramatta are actually really good is something... All teams have bandwagons, but I'm telling you guys, the Parramatta bandwagon is something else when Parramatta's going well. More people live in Western Sydney than most of the rest of Australia combined almost, right? Yeah, like, well, all, yeah. I'm pretty certain it's the most densely populated part of the country. So Yeah, what, 5 million people live west yeah. of, you know, let's say Olympic Park, for example. So, yeah, I mean, of course they want them to do well. And they don't want the team that has 16 AFL clubs in the same city. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the storm have been the storm have been good for our lives, and they're really still. I mean, and we love watching them, but they've really have they really made an impact in inverted commas on the Melbourne sports media landscape? Like, not really. No, and I mean, often I, I talk about one of the advantages of Melbourne being that players can go down there with a level of anonymity, you know, mm. that, that that they get in the Sydney media. So, no, I mean, we have what the third highest membership number yeah. of any club. I think it's. Souths and the Broncos and then us, right? Yeah. uh, Yeah. And I think I think the reason I didn't say South's question is they're already pretty good and so and so are the Roosters and so are Melbourne. So they're probably ineligible for this question. But I think right now if if they could if the NRL could wave a magic wand and make one team brilliant and have the level of storm success, it has to be either Brisbane or Bulldogs of Parramatta. Yeah. And Broncos will still be Broncos will still have a lot of market in market reach regardless. Like even when they're shit, players still want to go there. People they still outrate most teams on TV, but 
if the Broncos were really, really, really good, it would be back to levels of being a religion in Brisbane, which I don't think it is currently. Is that fair to say, Mitch? Uh, it's, they had their worst crowd since like 2001 yeah. or like really early, outside of COVID years at, uh, the last weekend to you guys. So there you go. And that's a team that would usually draw fans as well. That's us. A lot of and also, that, we certainly had like 19,000 there, so it's not that bad, but yeah. <laughs> Sydney crowds would kill for 19,000. They would. Um, Oh, no, but Blake Solly said there was going to be like 400 games that would get 30,000 yeah, under this yeah. new plan to have more Sydney team. Um, if Brisbane were going well, it would make the second team easier to set up as well because you'd have an overflow of talent that wanted to go up that True. way. True. Good point. Um, all right. Friday Beers says, has there ever been a more orgasm-worthy matchup for white former players than Jack Bird on Jack White tonight? Two thick, trunky, natural footballers with a blue-collar work ethic going head-to-head in a good old-fashioned rugby league battle. I've heard Joey Johns and Brad Fittler snuggled up close and watched the game on incognito mode. Thoughts? Agree? Oh my God, mate. Jack, I love Lay off your the mind. Friday beers. I mean, Jack Bird very can get special fucked, boy. by the way. Like, I don't mind Jack Bird as a footballer, but he gets the freest pass from people who talk about and analyze this game. Like, he can do dumb shit, give away the ball four or five times a game and get praised for trying things. Whereas like, we know how lambasted some players get for doing what the shit he does. Like, hmm. I can't him, stand it. Him and Corey Norman get yeah. no criticism whatsoever in that team. And poor Ben Hunt cops all of it. Yep. But there was like, he turned the ball over like shithouse in the, twice in the first half. And they praised him for it. And I was so mad on my couch. I was like, man, <laughs> like, again, I don't want to make it about those guys. But if guys like Le- Leilua or Pangai do it, they get rock hard about assaulting them. Oh, what a stupid pass to throw. Whatever that thing is, you know. And that Jack Bird did two of them. I was like, you're kidding me. Oh, well, mate, you should know, just trying to make things happen. Ugh. I forgot to say. I think, I think he, they put him in the middle. Uh, to let him the Anzac Day, No, for the Anzac Day game. They put him in the halves. Yeah. Um, it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> um, <laughs> and no one said a bad word about it. <laughs> no, no. Well, no one could see because it was he's, at the SCG, right? So. He's just a footballer him. You just put uh, him anywhere and he just plays. Oh, yeah. for God's sake. Uh, Maddie Mipi said, what's the penalty for forfeiting where the Tigers better off forfeiting than playing? And Ben Quagliata said, why did the Tigers let Harry Grant go? <laughs> Good question. Uh, Harvey says, if punning Jake Clifford to bring in Chad Townsend and... Tom Dearden was the answer. What was the question? How to uh, make your team worse at and spend more money. dollars more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, RCB Shark says, what is the scenario where one of South's Eels and say Manly make the big one and it isn't just Storm Panthers? Um, I think the only realistic scenario is that uh, is that someone flukes an upset in the first week of the finals and then Parramatta, uh, Penrith and Melbourne have to play each other in yeah. week three. Or injuries, obviously. Or Yeah, of course. But yeah, yeah that's really the only way. And that, you know what? Could I see like a fourth place Manly with Tommy Trebojevic running wild against Penrith? No. Yes. You've got to keep them on their toes. Um, who was more cowardly? This is RCB Sharks again. Who was more cowardly? The Tigers on the pitch. The Tigers... Digi turning off comments or the Titans on the pitch. I think it's Tigers, Tigers Digi, Digi right? first, Titans second, Tigers on the pitch third. Oh, that's cat. What do you think? All right, people miss this. Um, the Tigers Twitter account disabled replies for their full time tweet about the score. Can't disable quote tweets though. You cannot. And also, you didn't disable comments on Facebook. Can you even do that? I don't know. But like, what do you think is going to happen? What do you hope to gain from this? It's just, oh, just another. Oh, and apparently they didn't bother posting it on Instagram at all. Well, that's what they should just have done. Don't if you don't post want to, it. Seriously, <laughs> if you're gonna just if you don't want criticism, then just don't fucking post the thing. What do you think? You think that's some I mean, yeah, you actually will probably get like 10 lunatics who email the club and are like, <laughs> where was the full-time post? But like, just don't post it then. And, or you and do the, what American teams do and you take the piss a little bit. And there's like, a weird yeah. dumb argument that people saying, Oh, it's for mental health. Look. I believe in mental health. I've had struggles and diagnoses myself. I take medication on a daily basis. Fuck off. The amount of shit we get told oh us for mental God. health reasons, which is just an absolute cop-out. This is firmly in that basket. Things can make you feel bad that aren't about your mental health. Yes. 
Okay. And also, Tigers fans had every right of reply. They yes. were well within their rights you, to tell their club fucking, what they thought. You think Luciano Lua and Luke Brooks are sitting there scrolling the Twitter replies to the club account's and official full-time post? That's, give me a break. That's their problem. What's that um, Tyler, the creator quote that we yeah, tweet? Yeah, how, right? how the fuck <laughs> is cyberbullying real? Just walk away from the computer, close your eyes. <laughs> close your eyes. That's it. But it's like, the, I saw people saying, like, oh, the, you know, the team might read it or the social media person doesn't deserve this or whatever. It's like, I'm sorry. Like, that is literally what the job of being a social media manager is, is to be mm-hmm. the person who posts on behalf of whatever entity you're posting on behalf of. Got to not take that personally. Yes, that's that's on that person. I, I understand that can be a tough job, more tougher than people think it is, being a social media manager. And you read a lot of garbage because, like, it's not my job to read Facebook comments. If you, it might, I might have, I might have lost my mind if I had to do that for a job, read those oh, things. But like, those comments aren't about you. And if you can't separate yourself, me, faceless person behind Twitter account for Tigers, from the West Tigers entity. That's a you problem, baby. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't separate that, like, people abusing the Tigers for losing has absolutely nothing to do with you. Maybe you shouldn't work in social media if you can't handle That's that. that. Part, if you kind of like, you kind of like, you shouldn't be there. Like, I spoke to our good friend Edward Smith about it. And he's like, there is obviously things in social media that do affect your mental health. Like, if the business fucks up or whatever, you do a bad tweet yourself and you get, it blows up, or the yeah. way that, like, it's always on. Like you're not really like people you're allowed time off in all jobs, but social media managers aren't really allowed time off. Yeah. Like if you're at the top of the chain, you're, you're kind of expected to be monitoring the Twitter account all day, every day. That's not healthy. It ain't this. No. <laughs> and I, can I mention in fact, our, our friend Edwin Smith, who is a social media expert was, was the big bash. He, he tweeted this day. He was, he was the big bash social guy when the don't blush baby stuff happened. And he was the bachelor social guy when um, the rugby player didn't pick any of the girls at the end of the show. I don't know. I don't watch that shit, but yeah. um, both of those, I think with things that pissed a lot about, even then he didn't, he said, didn't turn comments off because you can't, you just can't do it. It makes you look worse. No matter what the situation is. Yes. Oh, we wouldn't be talking about this at all. If they hadn't disabled. The yeah, no. exactly. Yeah. And yet here we are because it was yeah, quite made like things worse. 200 times. Oh, my timeline was flooded with it. It was covered in it. And it, just it made like, it look worse. Right. Because so otherwise worse. all How of the replies would be contained. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent of course. It's a non they made a story themselves. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. All right. Uh and his last question was where do the graders jersey rank in the Pantheon of shit NRL jersey? It was really bad. It's up there with the Broncos Aqua one. I love the Broncos Aqua one. I like it too, but it didn't work for us, you know. Yeah, I guess. Am you got any? You're a graphic design person. Uh jerseys that I don't like. Yeah. Most oh. of them. Oh, right. <laughs> um, when um, the Bulldogs put an actual bulldog on the front of their jersey, that oh, was, that was really graphic. shit. That was bad. They had the they had the one that looked like an Ed Hardy T-shirt as well. That yes. was also oh, terrible. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, um, I don't like the. And I, I think I'm in the minority here. I don't like the action movie ones. My god, the Marvel stopped. ones. I, I, I think they're awful. I some of them were cool. Uh, the no. first year, some were cool. I thought stopped. the Roosters Captain America one worked. And I thought the Dragons Iron Man one worked. The, the, why, why, why do they want to be Captain America? I don't Money. understand. Oh, look cool. Who cares? <laughs> no. Bad. <laughs> um, Maddie McPhee, should New South Wales rest all their stars for game two and just focus on winning game three at home? <laughs> uh, John249, is there anything better in rugby league than a prop making a line break and putting in a grubber for his support players? No. no, it was so good. Uh, I wish he kicked for himself, though. That was my only disappointing thing. He kicked for somebody else. Um, Dan from The Sportress. If Paul Green and Kevy Walters had a staring contest, who would fall asleep first? The viewers. Wow. <laughs> That's good. good. Uh, Eddie NZ, has an origin coach ever shit the bed this quickly before? I think no, probably. Is it worse than Mm. Maybe, but Bellamy was also like he had worse cattle. Yes, no one yeah. expected Blues to win any of those series. Yeah, against a better Queens. And also, he wasn't, last year. he wasn't going to coach against his own players either. Yeah, that's true. Like that was never going to happen. But this is um, yeah, he's already looking worse than Kevy did. This is a good one. I don't know what the answer is. Coleman, who is the most insufferable after a big win? <laughs> smug Doyle, Smug Bungard, or Smug Sprout? I'm very sufferable. How dare you? Yeah, <laughs> and I never get smug. Excuse me? <laughs> it's me. How do you get smug if you're permanently smug? No, that's the thing. This is, no, this is Here's my answer. Yeah. So they don't like, the, the punters don't like 
Sad Doyle. It's not a character that works in the Boom Rookies universe. The, the, the focus groups have rejected Sad Doyle. They have. He doesn't make they it. They don't like it. It makes, it makes them feel sad. <laughs> makes them, how, makes am them the, feel... how am I the empathetic character here? Yeah, look, well, because. And you are permanently smug. So Me? people can't really dis, 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 differentiate from like a smug post win or a smug just day to day. There's no such thing as a post-win when you win all the time. There we go. See, (laughs) you're like that all the time. So the answer is me, who fluctuates between trying to be a sympathetic character and sounds so bad. You're right, though. And being relentlessly arrogant about Latrell Mitchell, Cody Walker, Alex Johnson, and the boys when sounds are good. And momentum. No, 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 you're right, Bunga. I mean, that's not really... People were so angry at the South season preview because you were arrogant in that one. It is smug guard. He's the least favorite smug. Yeah, and what happened? Jairo is comfortably in the 10 best middles. Okay. There he is. Comfortably but in the top four. I was intentionally unsmug in that. Yeah. Because the, I knew again, what would happen. the focus groups didn't respond well. Yeah. They didn't. But yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, you're right though. Smug Doyle gets the focus groups for us. Sad Doyle doesn't play. Because you got to remember how many Broncos positive. fans we have listening as yeah. well. I know. We have a lot. So. We have a lot of South fans, but nowhere near. Like Broncos are by a wide margin the fan base that listen to the show. They're, the they're keeping us alive. Well, that's... Uh, <laughs> Maybe. So arguably, it doesn't matter what I do because there are no Melbourne fans. Correct. Well, Nathan cool, cool, cool. and um, Jake and Morgs, yeah. at least three. Yeah, but they they like us no matter what we do. So it's all good. That's a fair point. Um, ben Qualiata, which one of Melbourne's five incomplete oh, sets pissed them off the post? Um, the first one, Remus. <laughs> Outrageous. <laughs> not having it. Um, and the last question on... Uh, Discord, Ben Qualiata again. Who is the Ben Simmons of the NRL? Here's one. Uh, yes, there is. It's Luke Who? Brooks. What are you talking about? No, no, because he Brooks. hasn't done. He hasn't made. He hasn't done big games. He won Rookie of the Year, just like Ben Simmons, and then has just got steadily worse since. Yeah, but like, I, it's probably an okay comparison. I don't think it's someone Tim, who Tim Smith. No, because uh, Ben Simmons is holding back a better team as well. Like he's holding back Joel Embiid, and I don't know. Blue Brooks. You wanted Blue Brooks in reserve grade like last year. He's no, but he like he's up like he's shit in their shit. Ah, okay. Simmons okay. is a good. He has lots of talent. Still has good games. Oh, was he it just to adapt? No, refuses to adapt, and is holding back that a, a good team by that. Was it Chad Townsend at the Sharks? Maybe. I don't know. I think Luke Brooks might be the closest we can get because I don't know if that play can exist in the NRL. Like, Is it Corey Norman? No. Not good enough again. Like, It's hard to be a good player with obvious flaws in the NRL like that. So I, I don't watch basketball, but I assume yeah. it's a player who never lived up to expectations but is still quite good who is getting yeah. in the way of other players so he- playing. And today in this game, they were down by two or three minutes to go. And you know what free throws are, right? So afraid of getting fouled, right? Down mm-hmm, by two mm-hmm. or three to go. He beat his man, was under the hoop. No one near him. Could have taken a layup, right? Yeah. He could have dunked it. He passed. He's so afraid of getting fouled. He passed. He gave <laughs> the ball away and the next guy got fouled and they missed that. And they, you know, they got one point out of, instead of two and eagling scores. Like, that's how fucking broken he is at some points. But he's the best defensive player in the NBA. Can guard all five positions. Is an all-star. Makes $35 million a year. But well, that's, that's why you're yeah. never going to find an NRL comparison. Correct. Like, yeah. it's, like I don't know. It's hard to find a comparison. Uh, and he'll get traded now anyway. And The I, shirking of the free throws. The only semi-comparison I think of is DCE shirking big field goal moments recently yeah. but even then that's not like he, that's sh- not fair that's not fair on DCE but also in the NRL you get horrendously overpaid for being an attacking player not a yeah, defender that's true <laughs> so so like even someone like Dave Fafita or something like that for example right like isn't he's known for his attack not his defense yeah correct it's just it's just hard to find a comparison because like and he was supposed to be like the he was getting comparisons to LeBron when he was uh, in college so Especially that they want you know one of the best players in the league, and he's nowhere near it. But yep. I also fucking hate him, Bungard. Now I'm off like just years of like hoping that he just adapted the smallest flaws, and it's such a fuckwit thing to do in a team sport. Like to be the player he still is. Like when you're like I enjoy a guy like Nick Kyrgios, right? Who openly it's not his passion, whatever, whatever. But Ben Simmons is holding back people around him for, with both the most basic shit. You're a fuckwit, <laughs> like. I'm off. Yep. And he doesn't play for the boomers either, so fuck him. All right. Um, 
over to Twitter. Did not got time for all of them. We'll answer a couple. Answer the patron ones in there. Nah, fuck them. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Matt Coleman said, can you please ask M if she sees this? I really hope she does. Um, See you, ben, Coleman. Ben Qualiata, who is the maxi bond of the NRL and who is the Monaco bar? Ooh. Got <laughs> um, the maxi bond. That's making any sense. No, it does. It does. It so does. Who, is, who is someone that's Monaco bar? Like, So who's good at one thing? Whose game is very one-dimensional and who is at a similar ability to them in that dimension, but also very good at the other aspects of the game. But one one end of that, the Maxi Bond player, one end of their game should be significantly better than the other end of their game. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's a good one. Um, okay. Okay. Here's one. Here's one. Yep. Jake Tavoyevich, really good yep. at passing to his brother. Okay. So is Josh Morris. Yep. But Josh Morris is actually good at the sport. Oh, okay. the rest of it. So the, oh, the, the, okay. So Josh Jacob, Morris is the Maximon and Jake yes. Trevojevic is the, the Monaco. He's going to pass it with Bradley. Can't do anything else. Yeah, My yeah. suggestion <laughs> was going to be Nathan Cleary is the Maximon. Mitch yeah. Moses is the Monaco bar. They're both great at stomping Ooh. shit teams, but then only yeah. one of them can actually play well against good teams as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good one as well. <laughs> okay. There's going to be more right. of this. Uh, yep. I, I like uh, that question. Don't you break it up like that, Bung God? I like that question. Thank you. Uh, Simon, question for M. Why did your bum team ruin Harry Grant? Good question. I actually thought about this because I was going to roast him and then I thought I'd just run at him straight instead. Um, I think the issue is is that um, West Tigers' defence was so fucking woeful last year that he didn't actually have to make any tackles and thus he didn't get any tackling practice for 12 months and now that's why he folds. There you go. Also, Simon, (laughs) fuck you. Get that in here. All right. Uh, Two more. Um, Nathan Thorson, is Paul Green determined to make Reese Walsh the next Jared Mullen when it comes to representative football? Potentially. I mean, like I said, it's not even that very comparable to Mullen considering Mullen actually yep. had a bit of time. Sorry, I lied. Two more now. Uh, ICB Sharks, was there a tinge of disappointment that you didn't get to 70? Who do you think you're talking to? Of course there is. She's furious. Never satisfied. Okay, I was disappointed that he get the seventies. So was I. To be <laughs> you honest, I'm more disappointed. Than I was that, like we seventy-four conceded. to four. Yes, of course you're angry at the sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen. What the fuck is sixteen? Sixteen is a lot. Sixteen is a lot. Yeah, I was. I wanted to get to eighty so bad. Once I came out for the second half, that they were still going to score points. I was like, holy yeah. fuck, let's get eighty. I'm mad yeah. they didn't get to seventy in particular. Well, past seventy in particular, because their highest ever score is seventy points to ten, and it would have been really nice if that was against the Dragons in two thousand and two thousand. Yeah. It was a grand final replay. Yeah, it was a grand final replay, right? Yeah, so it was before we had Amy Park. Hmm. Um, I'm just shocked Souths went on the end of Storm's biggest ever score, but whatever. I mean, if the game that we played you in a couple of weeks ago kept going any longer. Yeah, but the thing about most of these records is um, they're confined to 80 minutes of rugby league because that's how long games go for. I know you've only been watching the sport for two weeks since the. Uh, since oh, the yes, right. sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. When, when Valandis said that I can start watching the sport, yeah, yeah, um, I said, watching. yeah, I got a long way to go. Uh, last one, Hugh Badman. For M, do you see Jerome Hughes being a better halfback for Storm than Kronk was if oh, he stays wow. for most of his career? No. Mm, no. <laughs> um, no, because, no, because... No, um, because... Did I read I, that just to piss Mitch off? Yeah. yeah. No, because apples and oranges, right? Like, the way Jerome Hughes... Why can't Hughes, fruit be compared? I don't know. Um, <laughs> carrots and oranges then? I don't know. Um, They're both orange. I just compared yeah. them. Well, yeah, but, but Jerome terrible Hughes, at this. Jerome Hughes and Cooper Cronk both play number seven, right? So that's the yeah. orange. Okay. Then what's different is almost everything else about them. One is so round, one's a Valencia one is and one's a navel is what you're saying. No, more more different. <laughs> one's a lemon, one's a lime. <laughs> is anyone a tangelo in this metaphor? <laughs> Why not? Why uh, not? Um, Jerome, Jerome is Hughes. really fucking good though. He Obviously, good. so good, right? Do you guys remember when you said resilience was not his go? I mean, what resilience has he overcome? That. He plays in the best team in the league and just has to run at tired defenders every week. Correct. Yeah, but he couldn't even do that. But he, Okay, week. but again, what what hardship has he overcome? He's Fuck, overcome. it must be really difficult playing in the best team in the league, running downhill every week. He's getting overcome. time to learn how to play half. He's back. overcome a halftime spray from Craig Bellamy. Yeah, well, I mean, that is frightening, but still. Mm. Um, they're both very good. I like them both. I can love them both. Yeah, all right. Well, no games... No games. What are we going to do? No NRL games this week. Just we, Origin. Yeah, so. We've got a Cambo pod coming. We figure yep. out we can record that. We exactly. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, it'll be, we'll be doing that next week, I assume. So keep an eye out for that. And with that, we're out of here. Say goodbye, Mitchell. 
Goodbye, Mitchell. Say goodbye, Emma. See you later. <laughs> and it's goodbye from me. <laughs> <laughs>